0: Like you were walking onto a yacht You had your, your hat pulled down a real strategically over one eye You had a scarf. but a thing was was apricot Strategically yeah, tipped yeah, yeah. below one you eye One eye in the mirror As you make sure you had a real cool <laughs> Goodbye Goodbye, yeah, yeah. So I, I dig that casual thing, like, like
1: beginning it just right
0: in the middle I think of the conversation. I like, you know, this is the Patreon, you know, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, people already know who we are if they're, like, yeah. subscribing, and, like, also, like, I think it's funny when, on, like, podcasts, when they make a big production out of introducing the guests, because I'm like, I've read the description, like, I know who we <laughs> Yeah,
1: like, yeah, that's that's a thing, yeah. <laughs>
0: There's
1: like, so. for, for, for certain instances, you're like, yeah, this is, like, we have to put some pop and circumstance behind it, but with other... Yeah. With other productions you're like, yeah, let's make it as casual as possible. And this this is as casual as it can be. We're talking Matthew McConaughey. This is the Matthew McConaughey series, so why not be as like casual it's as possible? It's a
0: series finale.
1: It's a, oh this I was gonna ask you that. So this is the last episode of yeah, it. Yeah,
0: this wow. is the last so Girls yeah, Ghost of Girlfriend's past is like the last romantic comedy that he did. Um, and it's kind of the one that really um I <clears throat> so like my like my big like, my big hypothesis with Matthew Kahn is that, like, he pretty much, like, killed the romantic comedy for a while, and, like, I think it's, like, it's partially because of this movie, like, this was not, like, this did not do well, at least critically, Like it was, it was a big hit, you know, financially, yeah. which we'll get to later, but, like, I just think that it's like not that this movie wasn't popular at the time, but it's just that like he just had this reputation of like doing these like um kind of like staid um kind of bland romantic comedies, and like I think it's not that like he himself like killed it, but just that like he had, it, the reputation of romantic comedy just like really sank, and he was just like the poster boy for that. Yeah, and so. it's,
1: it was one interesting, interesting thing the when you when you pitched the idea you're like okay matthew mcconaughey series uh patreon i'm like yeah let's do it because yeah it's it's five of them right five romantic comedies through the 2000s starring matthew mcconaughey and you could see that yeah like 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 you said like it's it's a it's a tra- trajectory of like oh these romantic comedies like People people tend to forget how big they were, not so much anymore, right? Like how 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 big of a driving force they were, and yeah, if you're alive in the 2000s, you would know that Matthew McConaughey was a poster boy for all these movies, from from romantic comedies, and then it stopped. (laughs) Then something happened, and I'm I'm interested to hear like how it all came crumbling. Down, you know, um, because like soon after this, McCann, M- 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 McConaughey, you know, went uh, to Detective a few years later. Oh, he did yeah. Killer. He did uh, so Killer he, Joe, right? Yeah, so, tra- yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Introductory, right? So this is 2009. Um, Ghost of his Girlfriend's Past comes out in 2009. And he, he takes off 2010, and in 2011 he does um, The Lincoln Lawyer, which I think that's is like right. yeah. to me that's the movie that really brought him back because, yeah. like, he's doing his, like, Matthew McConaughey charm thing, but, like, in a movie that's actually, like, respectable. And, like, have you seen that movie?
1: I, I love that movie. I remember yeah, watching it in a, a theater. Yeah, really movie. I, I heard, like, you know, people say, oh, it's actually pretty damn good, and McConaughey yeah. is, is like, back to being good. Yeah, after. like,
0: that's the one that brings him back. And yeah. then, you know, he also has, like, Bernie with Steven Sowell. So- oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, uh, uh Richard Linklater. Richard Linklater.
1: Oh, uh, Bernie's amazing, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: and then, like, Killer Joe, he does um, The Paperboy, which is, like, was supposed to be, oh, like, a big... That like, movie's um, insane. I yeah.
1: I remember... Yeah. I, I, remember I saw that. I, have, have you seen that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's... I For some odd reason, I was thinking... Well, maybe it's because I was thinking, you know, I'm going to talk McConaughey, and I was just randomly thinking about McConaughey movies, and I thought about that movie. I go, oh, that's right, that was a movie... And I remember bits and parts of it, and it's rough. It's rough. Uh, but yeah. anyway, yeah.
0: And then after that, it's Mud, the um, uh, the Jeff Nichols movie. Oh yeah, yeah. And then Magic Mike, and then Dallas Buyers in 2013, See, it's, and True two Detective in 2014. It's
1: it's incredible because that that his 2000s weren't as prestigious <laughs> as his 2010s, yeah. Right. and it's it's. It's it's a it's abstract it's, a stract, it's
0: a like, stark contrast. The, I mean, here's the funny thing, right? So True Detective is 2014, and like he wins the Oscar that year, and like he pretty much wins it not only for Dallas Buyers Club but for True Detective because like that, yeah. be, that that series came out like right in the middle of Oscar voting period.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And then he does Interstellar in 2014, like in the fall, and then the sense is pretty much over after that because he has like the Steve Trees, Free State of Jones. Um, gold, The Dark Tower, White Boy Rick. Like these movies are not no.
1: hitting.
0: Like, I mean, he has a hit because he did he did a voice in the movie Sing. He's in Kubo on the Two Strings and the Two Strings. Oh boy, that's um funny. But like, those are voice roles, and like, I I feel like he doesn't get enough flack for Kubo on the Two Strings because he plays a samurai, and I feel like people like that movie, so they kind of excuse the whitewashing. But like, I think it's pretty egregious.
1: No, yeah. Um, I, I love
0: that but movie, yeah, but the,
1: the, yeah, the whitewashing the, is is uh,
0: yeah. At least forgot it, it, the Wolf it, it of Wall Street it.
1: too. That's right. Uh, a brief uh, uh, moment in that
0: brief role, but like very memorable. I mean, the whole like chest beating thing, right? Like that's like iconic. Yeah, you
1: know, like, and, and and apparently he he improvised that like that he he brought that to set like that that was his technique to get into character. And Scorsese was like, "Hey, why don't you do that on camera? And have and we'll, and we'll write it in." And, I mean, that's uh, crazy. I mean, yeah. I.
0: It's crazy but believable. <laughs> yeah, you know I
1: I should mention I live in Austin and I should I should talk about the McConaughey Austin connection. Oh um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and there's one reason why I wanted to talk McConaughey on one of these episodes, but yeah, like he he lives down here, he hangs around here, and I have heard the stories about him just being Matthew McConaughey, like his persona on screen. You know, especially dazed and confused McConaughey, and like also McConaughey in this movie, Ghosts of Girlfriend's Past. That, all right, all right, all right, guy, it's it's him. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I was just talking to a friend of mine last week, and we were we we're talking McConaughey. we were we were, we we're talking like a, a celebrity encounters, um, and I was like, oh yeah, like I I've seen McConaughey once in my life. You know, living in Austin for nine years. Right. Um, which is insane to me because I, I thought I would have went into him a lot more. But like, I was like uh, coming out of Silence, and he was like walking into a premiere of his movie. I forget what movie was coming out at the same time as Silence that year. I don't know, but like it, they had a, they had the premiere at the theater, and like I, that's the only time I saw him. And then she told a story my friend about how he was just shopping with his mom at like this like a uh, uh, furniture warehouse, and he was barefoot. And I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds like McConaughey. <laughs> and Then I heard like another story about, from someone else years ago saying like they had this house party. It went to like 2 a.m. and then Matthew McConaughey showed up with, 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 with bongos and just hung around and smoked all night. And, uh, it seems like one of those like w- wild, you know, rumor mill stories that like it, uh, it uh, that you, you believe because hey, yeah. it's hard not to believe that.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, like, I, um, I, I feel like the Matthew McConaughey persona is kind of the reason why his career just like went down the drain in the 2000s, Because like, I feel like he hadn't been able to like capitalize on it in the way he does in like Wolf of Wall Street and Mud, and even like The Beach bar, which I haven't seen and don't really care to. But like, it seems like it seems like the perfect kind of way for him to like weaponize his persona. Yeah. Um, yeah, you've seen it, right? Uh, The Beach Bum. Yeah, it's 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 all right. I mean, I think he's
1: really good in it. The movie yeah. itself, it's it's fine. It's fine. I don't right. love it as much as other people do, but right. um, yeah, like it's, I say it is hard to like you say like capitalize on that persona. And for the life of me, I don't know why it was *Das Bier Club* that got on the Oscar. I mean, yeah, timing is is everything. I mean, *True Detective*. That's like one of his best roles ever, and it's all—it was on TV, and it was on. I mean, TV. it's like
0: I—I yeah. I think without *Thatcher Detective*, he probably gets a nominator for the Oscar, but I don't think he wins it.
1: Yeah, exactly. It, it's all about timing, um, because I—I'm a palms of that movie, but yeah. uh, but oh, no, yeah, like, sure. but but like him and Bernie, like him in like uh, *Killer Joe*. Magic Mike, like all those movies, like in that sweet spot in uh, between like 2011 and like 2015, like they're, it's amazing stuff. And he's yeah. just really going for it. Like these challenging roles, uh, that uses his, you know, charisma, his persona, uh, with directors that know how to use it. Steven Soderbergh, Richard Linklater. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> again, um, I don't know why he hasn't like, his groove again. Maybe it'll take him in a few years. Maybe th- this, is just what, this is just what happens in, the, in McConaughey' career, yeah. where he has dips, he has lows, then he has highs again. So, yeah, we'll see. I, I'm sure he'll come back again and and find that groove.
0: Yeah, I mean, like like I've been saying on this you know miniseries that like as soon as he does a good movie and like works with a really good director, like he'll be right back, you know, in the you know the the peak of his career. Like it just will it won't take him much to like come back. I think he's just made some choices that probably look better on paper than they were in you know execution.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: So so okay. What is so we kinda of talked about this a little bit before, but like what did you think about Girls of Girlfriend's past having like not seen it and then like yeah. having not watched a lot of romantic companies?
1: So yeah, I and and I'll say coming to this podcast like this is the first time I'm on the podcast by the way thank you Manish thank I you. I I and of course I'm the one who posts the episodes online and I write the descriptions and of course I'm always trying to fit myself into other people's podcasts <laughs> <laughs> and I know like yeah the 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 hook of your show is like yeah a guest would come on recommend a rom- romantic comedy and talk about it and yeah okay I I love. The occasional romantic comedy. I'm not a romantic comedy connoisseur. Um, and there are a few instances when your guest picked a movie I would have picked, like Broadcast News. Turns out a movie I absolutely love. You know, 13 Going on 30. Also love that movie. (laughs) Never Been Kissed. You've talked about Never Been Kissed, right? Not yet, no. Not yet? Okay, so i just i just had that idea I was like, oh i love never been kissed maybe that's one so i'm always trying to think of one or maybe like what if one comes up in conversation I'm like oh maybe that'll be the one so i'm always trying to think of the one romantic comedy i'd like to talk to you about manish right uh this this would not have been the one <laughs> <laughs> uh because this one was just like i can't remember how it happened i was like oh i i can talk about that movie and watch it for the first time because I love Jennifer Garner and Isn't I love Emma Stone uh, and I can talk about Matthew McConaughey. I've never seen this movie I figured why not? Should be interesting give it a shot. First time seeing it today, uh, after hearing so much about it, I've heard good and bad mostly bad. But then watching it today I can say I really like it I like this movie. <laughs> I'm surprised as anybody to say this, this movie touched me in a in a re, real way, and I was not expecting that. So, yeah, that's my first impression from Ghosts of Girlfriend's Past. So, yeah, I'm happy to talk about it now.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, like, I saw this movie in the theater. Like, I'm 100% sure that I did. I think uh, 2009, I was in my uh, – it was by the end of my sophomore year of college – and so, like, this is also like the height of my like Jennifer Garner phase. I mean, it's still going on, but like, this is like the peak of it because like Juno had just come out. Like, I was still watching Alias all the time. Like, oh uh, yeah, I was like following her career. And like, I mean, um, like, like our like my entire family like we love Jennifer Garner. Like, she's kind of like our like family favorite like Hollywood celebrity. Uh. and like, um, and it's partially. Because of Alias, I mean, it's like 100% because of Alias. Like, we watched it as a family, and so like watching this movie back then, like I agreed with you, like I totally liked it a lot. Like I thought she was great, and I thought it was a really fun romantic comedy. But then like over the years, like just he and he all kind of rag on it for 10 years. I like rented it this week, this past weekend, thinking like oh I'm gonna hate it because like I was only like 20 then, like I had you know I didn't know what good movies were back then. <laughs> I mean, so I was just like ready to just hate it, but I found myself really charmed by it again. And like, I really liked, um, I really liked the premise and like the, con- like the concept of doing like a romantic comedy twist on a Christmas carol without like making too much of a thing about it. You know what I mean? Like, it felt like they kind of like just like used the basic premise, but it wasn't like, there weren't too many, like, um, gratuitous, like, references to A Christmas Carol. Except for the end when, like, they do that whole, like, hey, boy, what day is it? Yeah. Like, that's, whatever, That that's allowed. Yeah. Like, and, it didn't and, feel like, you know, like, he wasn't named, like, um, Scrooge or whatever.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I, I
1: have to say, Scrooged with Bill Murray is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. It's my favorite uh, Christmas Carol adaptation. And, you know, yeah, like, the premise... When, yeah, you know, this being a twist on the Christmas Carol, like, and it has nothing to do with Christmas. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, yeah, like, I, I like this concept. It's original enough, and you don't see that too often yeah. with romantic comedies or, or just comedies in general. And like, yeah, and it, yeah, again, like you said, I agree, it doesn't make a big deal about it. Like, as soon as, like, McConaughey is tossed into that first scenario with that first ghost, Emma Stone, which is a, who's amazing, um, like there's no, st- there's like maybe a tiny bit of like, hey, what's going on? But it, 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 it the plot just goes, the movie just goes. Yeah. It's, it just shows you the flashback. and He's just, he's, he's watching intently. And I thought, yeah, it's kind of weird that there's no moment where he, where McConaughey's really like, what's going on? Like, because <laughs> yeah. char- uh, uh, I'd be like, wait, what? Why are you taking me back? Please explain this to me. But it's like he already knows, the character already knows, the movie knows. Like, yes, we all know Christmas Carol. We're doing this. Let's roll. So yeah, I appreciate that. This this movie is brisk. It's ninety five minutes. It gets to the point. So yeah. And it it, it certainly holds on to that concepts and and doesn't really, you know, uh, uh feed you a lot more than you. Yeah.
0: Need. I think I think the character arc like okay, like first like going into this like when if kind of, for, like, the first ten minutes of it, I think, are really rough. Like, until he gets to the wedding, I was actually having a really hard time watching it, because, like, it, like, I guess, like, you know, now, and, like, now it's a little hard for me to watch, like, men be, like, like, women, like, flirting, and, like, being really just, like, aggressively, like, flirtatious with women, because it's just, like, okay, these are people who are, like, maybe not his employees, but, like, there definitely is a power imbalance. And I was like, it's oh, really yeah. hard. And then like, um, it's like when he was like breaking up with his like three girlfriends over conference call, I was like, Oh God, like this is so annoying. <laughs> Cause like, I can just tell like they want this to like look cool, I guess. Yeah. And it, then, but it, it's, and then did they, Like I, I don't know. I was having a tough time kind of figuring out like what the point of that was. Cause now he just reads like creepy and pathetic, but like, I'm trying to think back and like, 10 years ago was it supposed to be like cool I get I, I, it, it's because like yeah um,
1: there are things in this movie that definitely don't hold up 10 years later yeah. and I I guess I just tried to put myself in 2009 um, because yeah um, uh, comedies especially going back 10-15 years ago they don't hold up to scrutiny nowadays and that's just for me that was just a layer of like yeah ten years ago, like this was thought as thought of as like being you know the the top of like uh the goal of masculinity having these three women and like w- it, uh, uh, I can imagine the screenwriters are like, what's the coolest way a guy can dump three women at the same time in like two thousand nine like oh yeah. iChat. do it do 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 it through webcam right and and especially that little moment when like he hangs up and like goes into a trash can and has a trash can noise it's like yeah that's oh, it's <laughs> again it's like this quote unquote cool moments that makes him seem like you know the woman well, that he's supposed to be like yeah, it's yeah. it's it's supposed to be glossy, it's supposed to be like sure, whatever so
0: so do you I mean, I can't remember you watched How your mother, right yes,
1: yeah, I did yeah. so
0: like I was actually thinking a lot about that show while watching this movie because like he's basically like a Barney Simpson type, yeah. Yeah, and like I was thinking, like you know, with this being 2009, like that's the end of the I think the fourth season of How Many Mother. So, Like that's when like that show was like really at like its most popular. Like I think like seasons like four to seven, when when like How Many Mother was like the most popular it had ever been. Yeah, and I was just thinking that like um, this show is basically doing the whole Barney. I'm sorry, the movie is basically doing the whole Barney Simpson arc in a span of an hour and a half, where it's like. It starts out looking really cool and being like, oh yeah, like he seems like the, um, just yeah, like the like picture of like you know awesome masculinity. But then like once you get into like the real world and like talking to like ac- like other people, <laughs> like his like like Mabekane's brother and the sister-in-law and like um, Jennifer Garner, and you start to be like, okay, yeah, like this is really pathetic. And then they show like Michael Douglas as his like dead uncle. And that's when it, like, really starts to hit, but, like, okay, this is actually, like, really upsetting and, like, a really, like, horrible way to, like, live.
1: Yeah, no. You, yeah, you don't get that until... Like, for me, it didn't hit until um, that first... One of those first flashbacks. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, the, uh, you actually see the hearts of this character. Like, yeah, I didn't like... Yeah, you, You're not supposed to like Matthew McConaughey, obviously, in the beginning. <laughs> And, and, and you bringing up How Met Your Mother makes me even more depressed with the ending of that show. I'm <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I, I forget, re- remind me, and folks who don't want to listen about, who, who don't care about How Met Your Mother, just stop listening for the next 30 seconds. But I forget, how did Barney Stinson's arc end on that show, Manish? Okay,
0: like, so they spend the entire season at his wedding with Robin, right?
1: That's right, yeah.
0: And then, in, like, the first half of the series finale, they get divorced. He starts to become, like, a womanizer again, gets someone pregnant, and then he just becomes a dad. And then that's the end of it.
1: Oh, okay. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, 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 for some reason, thought, like, he just became a womanizer at the end, and that was the, how the show ended. But... It's like
0: he does, he tries for, like, a perfect month, where he, like, sleeps with a new woman every day of the month. Wow. And then the like thirty first woman gets pregnant and then he just becomes <laughs> and then like I think she I think she abandons the kid and he becomes a single dad. <laughs> but he's like fifty.
1: Oh man. Yeah. Let's let's do a How about Your Mother podcast.
0: I think I can We I would love that. Oh two hundred and
1: ten episodes. <laughs> oh my gosh. That would be something. An emotional roller coaster for both of us. Okay I mean, I anyway. We should do it. Uh, we'll see. I put that on the back burner. We'll see how yeah. it goes. Um, so this movie. No, okay, yeah. Um, Matthew McConaughey's character. No, I, okay. I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm, uh, a Matthew McConaughey type in this movie. There's no way. But that sense of like lost love, of like, um, you know, your first love and how that sort of, changes how you see love from then on in like yeah i i that's that's a powerful moment and and his origin as like a womanizer with the help of uh michael douglas character i think that's when the what's that's when the movie really hit for me it's like oh i get it now it's like you see a purpose yeah. to like the to, to the way he is uh, you know present day back to when he was a kid he got rejected by uh the young jennifer garner and and because of Michael Douglas's uh, advice, he becomes this, yeah,
0: you know, like, character. He doesn't get rejected. I mean, he does, but it's, like, no, his yeah, own fault. It's his own know? fault.
1: Yeah, I say rejected, but, like, just
0: him, um, just, uh, But it's, like, that, understandable. Like, we've all been in that position where, yeah. like, it's like, it's, like, the right moment to do something, and then you just can't do it because, like, you're afraid. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, we, we've all been there. I've
1: You know, I'm still there. But
0: no, it's it's like he he
1: he had a moment to, you know, jump in and say, like, do you want to dance? Like, do you want to, you know, be something more than just friends? And then he just chickens out. It it just happens. I don't want to call him a coward because we've all been through there. We've all been in that position. And yes, like she goes to the other guy and, yeah, again, we've been there too. And I say rejected, but yeah, it's much bigger than that. But yeah, because he just can't get with the girl he wants, he goes on this path of – destruction <laughs> so, yeah. thanks yeah. to michael douglas michael douglas in this he he is he's like the perfect uh he's perfectly cast as the womanizer because like i just feel like that's not i guess not anymore but definitely in the past that's that's the michael douglas type that's <laughs> that's like it's like a pure uncut michael douglas
0: yeah yeah so i think i'm more of the jennifer garner type in this movie, like just thinking back on, like you know, like I'm like, um, I, de- I mean, yeah, like I definitely can relate to his his story, but I also feel like I'm usually, I guess I just relate to her more because, like, that's usually the position that I've been in. Oh, and it's yeah. interesting. Um, it's just it's interesting to watch this movie like as as an adult because like. When I watched it in college, like I don't think I even really understood like like what she was like what her art what her character was was doing, like what she like what that character like meant really for the story. And then now watching it again, I was like, wow, this is like really like she's really getting at something that is um hard to articulate. It's like she's like putting She's like giving him a chance, right? Like in the in the flashback to like, I want I think that's like the late '90s when they were dating. Yeah. yeah. Like she's really like putting in so much effort to like make him into a better person, and like it's like working, but then it like at the last minute he just like kind of undoes all the growth that he do- that he achieved. Yeah. And like I mean that scene when like he's watching her like cry after he leaves her is like. I mean, I think Jennifer Garner is, like, the best crier in Hollywood.
1: Yeah. I, I should say I'm also a huge Jennifer Garner fan. I think I mentioned yeah. that in the beginning, but I I fell in love with her because of Alias. I was also a big Alias fan, and I've been a, a huge fan of her ever since. And I can't believe I didn't watch this movie back then because I was trying to consume as much Jennifer Garner as humanly possible back then. I mean, then. it's
0: really, like – I mean, 13 going on 30 and Juno, I think, are probably her best, like, performances. But, like <sighs> – yeah. This movie is such a—it's such a good role for her, even though like, yeah, she's kind of just like the love interest, and like she um, is like only really defined by like his/her relationship to him. But I think that she's like doing a lot. Like she's like really funny, and she gets to—I sh- mean, yeah, like she's a great crier. She's such a good face for like, like you just tell like what her emotions are just by like her face. Like she's a lot like Laura Dern in that way, and that like. Yeah. She can just like contort her face into exactly what she's feeling. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting. It's
1: it's a it's that undeniable face acting that she does that yeah. should have yeah. won her like many Emmys and Oscar by now. Come on. But, yeah. Man, okay, you relate to Jennifer Garner's character, and I again I, I unfortunately relate to Matthew McConaughey's character, but I see Garner's character's viewpoint, especially <clears throat> when like, and this is another line that got me. Uh, when she says like, it's like, yeah, oh, no, no, oh, I forget. Is it, she's talking to that guy who the girls are trying to set her up with, right? Yeah. I, f- I, f- I forget who says it, but it's, it's that line where it's like, she goes after, you know, the, the, the guy who's like, not fully developed, who's like a dirtbag, like that's her type. Yeah. And I, I, I completely understood that. <laughs> Me being, you know, <laughs> the dirtbag, the guy who's not fully developed. And, yeah, I, I I I I connected with her b- because of that. I I I know people like that. I've dated people like that, and I've. I mean, you're fall- talking to one. <laughs> yeah. I know I have fallen I, I and you know I mean I fall in love. I you know I've broken up with people like that, and it, it's yeah. Uh, and yeah. Um, again, I'm not Mc- I'm not McConaughey's level of you know womanizer and all that stuff. But I can see where somebody has just been <clears throat> in the state of like Arrested Development, like having to break out of it, having to finally step up and you know develop as a person right. and and how you know the struggles in doing that you know uh uh hinders relationships around you uh, especially pe- the people you love so yeah um manish this movie <laughs> really connected with me if i mean in case I'm you didn't so know
0: glad. yeah it's crazy i'm so glad because like it's been, like the last like Except for the one that I did with Ali and How a Guy in Ten Days, I've been so apologetic to my guests. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so sorry I actually to this movie, but like, I thought it would be fun to watch and talk about. But and like they have been, and I'm glad that you actually like connected with it because like I think it's I think it's more fun this way.
1: Yeah, um, and, and maybe yeah. it's because like I'm I'm like um I'm ever in a more emotional place in my life, you know, yeah. in the last few, you know. Years, but no, like this I mean, okay, and not to say that this movie is like perfect Guys, for anybody listening who thinks this movie Is perfect, no, it, it has its problems It's definitely from 2009, okay Hell yeah. They dropped the hard F word Not fuck, but the other one There's like some <laughs> Some bit of like uh, Humor That comes from like trans People that is like very not cool Um, And yeah I don't know, Just it Maybe takes some jokes too far. I don't know.
0: But no, but yeah. It, it shows its age is what I'm saying. So, um, But, pretty... you know, it also shows its age in the way that like Emma Stone is like really low in the billing. And she, I mean, she plays a pretty uh, significant uh, t- part. But like yeah. it's very much like she's like, you know, just like a young actress who's just like – big off for this role but it's so funny to think like she has the best career out of everyone in
1: this movie <laughs> <laughs> that's true well i mean you know um I'm, I'm, I'm sure she's like oh i guess michael douglas is like tied with her or i think michael douglas has two oscars i think or at least one I mean,
0: either yeah. way he's not like at the top of his game like, well currently Alice, yeah like, right
1: now she's at the top of her game
0: i mean yeah. right and
1: i okay before watching this today you know of course, I know she was in this, but I forgot she was in this again. Like I keep forgetting she's in this until I watch the movie. I go, oh wait,
0: it's, Emma Stone's in this. And the fact because that she's It just seems so bizarre that like someone of her like caliber would be like seventh lead of this like Matthew You know what I mean? Like just like like when I was watching the new Zombieland trailer or like The Post, or whatever. I'm like, they got Oscar and Emma Stone to be completely like, <laughs> forgetting that she was in the first.
1: one. <laughs> uh, you know, and but you know, honestly. Um, if they, if, if, oh, if they had an easy A2, I'm sure she'd sign up for it. I oh, think yeah. She, I, mean, I, th- I she's think she's game. Type of, like,
0: I mean, no offense to Tom Hanks, but, like, he definitely, like, abandoned his comedy. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, I don't think she'll do that. But, like, I mean, just like with Jennifer Lawrence, too, right? Like, Jennifer Lawrence will do what she wants to do. Like, she's not just going to, like, only do, like, prestige movies. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, she's still in those X Men movies. For me. <laughs> well, not anymore.
1: Um, but yeah, <laughs> oh, Emma God, Stone. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, luckily for all of us. But um, no, Emma Stone in this is a delight. And yeah, even because like this is the same year as Zombie Land, uh, the first. Yeah, song. yeah.
0: Um,
1: and then, but she was also coming off of uh, Superbad, like uh, 2007. Yeah. So yeah, even even in this movie, like she seems like too low build because like she's like sh- she should be like a like a. Like a co-star, isn't like a Crazy Stupid Love coming up in her career too? Like 2011. Yeah, f- I mean
0: we have to call Stone thing, cause I would love, I love talking about her career. Yeah, so 2007. Wait, is is is
1: is, is Easy A a romantic comedy, Manish?
0: I mean, like it's, I it falls into that like borderline camp of like Legally Blonde and like Bridesmaids, where there is a romantic element, but like I wouldn't count it.
1: Okay, yeah. Anyway.
0: It like wouldn't super bad or like book smart as romantic comedies either, you know?
1: Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, yeah, so, so go through Emma Stone's career.
0: Yeah, so 2007 is super bad. That's like her debut. And then she does a lot of like random movies that don't really exist anymore. Um, <laughs> like something called a, a Paper Man or something?
1: Paper Man? No way. Yeah,
0: hold on. Let me... Yeah, it's um with uh, Jeff Daniels and Brian Reynolds and Lisa Kudrow. Okay, sure. Yeah, a washed-up writer forms an unlikely friendship with a teenager from Long Island. That it sounds, sounds like vaguely a familiar. Middle-aged male fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, after that she does um, this movie in 2009, and then uh, Zombieland. And then, yeah, Easy A is 2010.
1: Oh, 2010. And so year a year after this. And a small
0: role in Friends with Benefits, 2011. Crazy Stupid Love in 2011 as well. And The Help. Okay. And that's like, The Help is like her oh, first that's right. movie. And yeah.
1: then
0: she does The Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man. Oof. Gangster Squad, Spider-Man 2. Magic of the Moonlight with Woody Allen. Oh. Um, and then Birdman's.
1: Course. That's right. Okay. Okay. And then, then we're off to the races. So. Yeah, we're off to the races. On, on to the Oscars with Lava Land later on. Yeah. Uh, right. um, but yeah. Okay. So I forgot that Easy was a year after this. Yeah. And yeah. Anyway.
0: So yeah. yeah she's, I mean, like, like, like she, she's giving yeah. it her all in this. It's like she's not oh, holding she, back. She's fantastic. I mean, she's so good in this movie. Not just like comedy, but like even like the more like like when she's, like the more like dramatic parts of it when she's like. Showing him like you know everything that went wrong. Yeah, she's so funny. She has such a good look. Like her like eighties look is so cute.
1: Yeah, <laughs> with the uh, with the braces and like that the uh, ruffled hair. Yeah. Oh,
0: God, it was so charming.
1: Ah, uh, she's amazing. But yeah, uh she's she's great to see. And this is like she's only in it for like twenty minutes, but she's she, she shines, of course. So.
0: I've heard the, the reviews all saying that she was the best part of the movie. Oh like, yeah. I definitely love that. Yeah. Um. And yeah, and like I, oh my god, like Brecken and Meyer and Lacey Chabert. Yes. Also
1: good too. Yes.
0: We ghosts can of in general.
1: I was going to say ghosts of two thousands past.
0: I I don't. What uh, What is she best known for? Lacey. Mean Girls.
1: mean Girls. That's right. Uh, and also, yeah, yeah uh, this is from the director of Mean Girls. Um, oh, that's
0: right. Yeah.
1: Good old Mark Waters. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. Um, which is, okay, so I like her, but I haven't seen much from her. Good yeah. Lacey Chabert. And I just remember, like, she's like a, a pinnacle of, like, 2000s, uh, uh, stardom. But, like, I haven't yeah. seen her lately. Like, what has she been in lately? Then? So
0: she does a lot of, um, like, Lifetime and Hallmark, like, Christmas movies. Okay, okay. Or, like, those holiday movies. And, like, I feel like she is probably making like bank doing those. So. Oh,
1: I'm I ain't no, you know. I don't. I don't blame her for that.
0: And I know. think she probably still gets some royalties from Family Guy too.
1: Oh, that's right. She was,
0: she was Meg before Mila Kunis.
1: Ah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Wow. And then again, another face from the 2000s, Brick and Meyer.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> also early from from the 90s and 2000s, Brick and Meyer. Um, I, mean, I
0: don't know his career all that well.
1: Um, no. I'm looking up right now. I mean, he's is, he does is the he occasional. Like road Tripper. That's right. The, yeah, he uh his most known, role, known role roles. Yeah, Road Trip, Rat Race, Clueless, and Garfield was, the Movie. Yeah, who's in
0: Clueless? Oh, he's Travis. Oh my God. Sorry. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's why I said the '90s through 2000s. Yeah. yeah.
0: But yeah, I I like him. I I like all these
1: these actors in this movie. It's a pretty um, well
0: cast movie. I mean. It's a well cast movie. Like, Noreen DeWolf who I, I I know I've seen her in a lot of stuff. She's always playing like that kind of like, you know, assistant character. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like That's Daniel Jadha like who was like he's like a Broadway guy that I've seen on stage. Um uh, Michael Douglas like I didn't really don't know how much to say about him. I mean, he's kind of just like there. Like I don't really I don't really know like why he had to be a ghost in the movie. <laughs> I, I guess because he's like, uh
1: according to Christmas Carol lore, he's like the one guy who's supposed to be the guy who's like, "Hey, careful with your life, son." But then at the end of the week, they kind of um, negate all of that by him being like a playboy again as a ghost. So I don't know. I I liked him in the movie because like he's just playing kind of himself in like the in like the 80s and 70s. Like that's yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, other than that, like he's I don't, I don't think you needed him as a character. You know? He didn't really push things along too much. He didn't need to be there, but... I don't know. Uh, to me, Jennifer Garner is, like, the one force in the movie that's really pushing him towards anything, you know? Uh, uh, the, 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 the Michael Douglas character doesn't do that much as his present ghost form. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, like, I could honestly talk about Jennifer Garner <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all, all day. Um, because, like, <sighs> I feel I feel kind of bad, like, I mean, like I've been saying with, like, all these, like, with the three other, you know, McConaughey rom-com heroines, like, they're all so good in this kind of movie, and I just wish that are like, movies were better. Yeah. Like, I like this movie a lot, but, like, there's so much about it that's so dated and, like, icky. Oh, uh, yeah. It, I mean, so, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's, like, it's, as much as I liked it, as much as I connected with it, it is a lot of fluff. It is. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, and yeah i I think I'm on the same boat as you. As saying, Jennifer Garner deserves better here and her in her entire career.
0: <laughs> you and know, life.
1: it's what Sagan.
0: Oh, her personal life.
1: Yeah, her personal. Oh, oh, let's not get started on her personal life. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. Oh, oh, I I also looked it up. In the same year that this came out, the invention of lying came out. I remember seeing that. Oh, uh, with um, Uh, Ricky Gervais, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. And Louis C.K. <laughs> oh no! Okay.
0: <laughs> Two That's people I never want to see again.
1: <laughs> no, I'm happy with them both being gone. And then, hey, the year after that, uh, 2010, she did Valentine's Day. Uh, I have never seen that. I'm
0: I don't. Definitely to do a mini series on Gary Marshall's. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Valentine's Day, New Year's Eve, and Mother's Day. <laughs> That's a hell of a trilogy right there I mean if I didn't go
1: to the rings in my opinion, <laughs> oh okay, Manish, I for, totally forgot this, and sorry, listeners because i'm an idiot and again i said i't i, I didn't did have many kind things to say about Dallas Byers Club, but I forgot that Jennifer Garner was in Dallas Byers Club
0: yeah I'm sorry.
1: yeah, yeah,
0: um, funny like um I always think about how surprising it is that uh, she never got like an Oscar nomination for that movie. Like yeah. she doesn't do much in the movie, but like I mean that movie got like a lot of Oscar nominations. I'm like surprised that she just didn't like get one, just like as like being like swept through with everything else. Yeah, that movie I, won like three Oscars. Yeah, it like, did two for acting. And I think it won co- uh, makeup.
1: Yeah, uh, she should have gotten one. Oh, she got one for
0: Juno, right? No, she did not. Instead. What? Oh, come on. What's going on here? I mean, she honestly should have won the Oscar. I don't remember who won that year. 2007. I, I don't
1: even want to look it up. Um,
0: no, but I have to look it up because... Uh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. You look it up. I'll, I'll go through these movies. Okay. I remember her in Draft Day, which, again, it's another movie in which she's just there for. Uh, Kevin Costner's the lead. and it's Is she football. an ex-wife in that? I think she's the... T- Daughter of Kevin Costner in it?
0: No, she's too old to be his daughter. I mean, I to,
1: hold on, she's just young enough to be his. Now I have to look wife. this up. Hold on, uh, I would no. be very
0: surprised if she was the daughter.
1: No, I mean, I think you might be right. I, I'm not going to read this whole. I'm not going to read through this whole synopsis, but okay, she might be. Okay, it doesn't say they're related. Maybe they're just romantically I, linked. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, anyway.
0: Okay. Okay. Tilda Swinton, one from Michael Clayton. Okay, oh, that, well, That's a pretty good win. Yeah,
1: I, I love her in that, actually. I think you
0: have, like, Kate Blanchett that. for I'm Not There, which is a great nomination. Yeah. Ruby D for American Gangster. Um Saoirse oh, okay. Ronan for Atonement. And Amy oh, Ryan wow. for Gone, Baby Gone. And that's a pretty good list. Yeah, it's a good list. I could, yeah. I could probably do without Ruby D and play John for Garner in there. Yeah, because
1: Ruby D, I remember it being a, um you know, not that she was bad in the movie, but one of those, like... I don't remember her much in the movie, and they only gave her a nomination because she's one of those veteran actresses that showed up. Yeah, and, I mean
0: she's been around forever. Yeah, that she's been like, forever. Um, that was, I think that's her only nomination, so I mean she deserves it, but like yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It's in uh, terms of legacy, I think Jennifer Garner's role is more memorable.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Um, but no,
1: Jennifer Garner. I mean, okay, for me it's Jennifer Garner, Emma Stone these two women in this movie make the movie for me and McConaughey okay we haven't talked much about McConaughey's performance right I mean this is a McConaughey podcast I think he does (laughs) (laughs) I forgot that he was in it Uh, I think he does a I think he again going back to his persona like he's channeling that to the nth degree in this movie he has that long hair from Dace and Confused right Yeah. (laughs) Uh, during a portion of this movie and he's he's it's not like it's not like that he's just like going through the paces, but this road just seems like very easy for him. It's not until the uh one of the last scenes of the movie where in or in any any romantic comedy like the speech he gives at the end to his brother's fiance about like what love means and like right. uh like uh, uh I I don't know what I do my do with myself if like she'd left or died like I wouldn't be complete She's so, she says he says all that to his brother's fiance and <laughs> he he delivers it so well and it just it's just I think it's a good twist on he should be saying this to like Jennifer Garner right, right. like this is a moment that you'd see you know the two romantic leads say to each other, but he's saying this to somebody else. So I like that aspect of him. Like, yeah, yeah, that's
0: pretty clever. I agree. Yeah,
1: and then and then of course the toast he does at the end, where he's like, yeah, I've this is what I've learned. You know, it's not about power. It's about love. Blah blah blah. He does a he he's that's a it's a pretty well acted you know moment too. So he has he has moments. Yeah, I mean, moment.
0: I mean like he's charming enough in this movie, but I also just like couldn't find him that believable as, like, a human being. Or, like, even <laughs> when, <human> like... I, <laughs> like, the... I just can't imagine anyone going to a wedding, even, like, regardless of what your thoughts are in marriage as, like, an institution. I don't see any rational adult going into a wedding being, like, marriage is, like, that. You know what I mean? Like, I, don't, I didn't find that believable. And, like, I don't think he did enough to make it believable. Like, he didn't... Like, he still seemed... Like, even if he's, like, this, like... Um, insane womanizer who's just, like, only cares about casual sex, which is, you know, still a valid thing for people to be interested in doing only, you know, but, like, even, like, I can't imagine even someone who is, like, as obsessed with casual sex going to a wedding and being, like, don't get married. You know what I mean? Like, instead, like, that to me does not seem believable, and, like, he wasn't doing a character specific enough that I could, like, believe that I could be convinced that this is something that he would actually do. Like, he's been in, like, I don't know, like, social situations before where he like, like, he should know how to act.
1: Yeah. No, so, you're saying he wouldn't even walk through the door? Like, he wouldn't just, he wouldn't go to the wedding? It's like, that's that's the
0: moment you're no, no, like... I'm saying that, like, he, like, he, he was, okay, even if he's still playing, like, someone who is, like, doesn't leave in marriage, right? Which I can accept that as a character trait but i can't i couldn't find it believable that like even someone who doesn't believe in marriage would go to a wedding and then talk about how marriage is bad like it's just oh, okay you know yeah. what i mean like no yeah. one like that doesn't that's not believable to me that like he wouldn't he wouldn't know to like shut up about that but matthew conaghy wasn't doing enough as an actor to like make that leap for me I get that, yeah. You know what I mean? I, like yeah, he was still playing that. him as like a normal human being who's like charming and funny, but then he's like getting drunk and talking about how like marriage is bad at a wedding rehearsal dinner.
1: <laughs> and I think, uh, and I totally see your point, but I guess for me it was like a sp- suspension of disbelief. It's like I understand this, the yeah. story, the story's yeah. leading us towards this whole I mean,
0: Of course, right? Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know it. it's like a to comedy, and like that's what he has to do, but like. I just
1: like I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. And like they were like trying to layer it on, like him having like all these drinks and like you, yeah, yeah, you know. I, now I think about it, like they were trying to sell it where he was like drunk, but he didn't seem that you know totally out of it. No, that he's he,
0: very lucid actually. Yeah, yeah, he's he's, <laughs> he's very, giving <laughs> <his> head. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: you 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 do have a point because like he had like what five drinks at that point, and he just was like very <laughs> solid yeah, and, and yeah, on his, his points and everything. He, he's not a convincing drunk, is what I'm saying. So,
0: because no. like, I think getting high maybe I, I'd understand it more.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. If only this were a pop movie. If, if only he were smoking pot throughout the whole thing. Uh, Link where are you? Seriously, I mean, he should really work with him again. He should. I mean, I
0: think they you kind know, McConaughey's? is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Th- they honestly do like amazing work together, so I don't, yeah. I can't see why they couldn't.
0: Or even t- Soderbergh, like, like I kind of would, would, wouldn't mind seeing like a um, a Dallas spinoff,
1: you know? Yeah, uh, I can't uh-huh. remember if that was ever. Or if, I can't remember if that was ever discussed or. I don't think so. Now I'm trying to think back if I had that as a dream or I wrote that down as like a note or something.
0: Mm. Uh, okay. I don't After think d- so because like I. From what I understand, I don't think Soderbergh wants to do, like, a sequel to Magic Mike, which is why I don't think he was involved much with Magic Mike XXL. Like, I think he was a producer, right? But, like, he didn't write it or direct it or
1: Well, um, it. it was a – for Magic Mike Dubuxer, it, it was a weird little experiment for Soderbergh because that was after he retired, quote-unquote. Oh, quote. right. Uh, but he let somebody else direct it, but he was a cinematographer. He was the editor. Oh, he did do and, all this Okay. Yeah, and he was the what else did he do? I think he also produced it. Um but yeah, he had he had hands-on Oh, not, okay. He wasn't like totally hands-on, of course, he wasn't the director, but he was on on it. You know, he was, was involved. Okay. <clears throat> but uh no, um I don't remember if like it was ever discussed and again, this could be just my my lousy memory or something I wanted or something I pitched, but like I can't remember if like it, were, it was ever involved he, if he was ever involved in talks And making like a spinoff movie, a sequel with McConaughey's character or something. Maybe he just threw that off as a casual line. It's like, yeah, we could follow, you know, uh, McConaughey's character and see what he what, what he's up to.
0: But yeah, I don't think like yeah. He went off to um, where did he go at the end of Magic Mike? I forget. With you know, Alex I, Pettifer Like to. to it somewhere. it Miami, like a it? city.
1: No, it wasn't. It wasn't Miami. It was somewhere else, was like a mystical yeah. city. Like Las Vegas or something. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, Soderbergh knew how to channel that McConaughey essence. Like any good director who knows how to handle McConaughey knows how to handle that essence and and, and like and like turn him like evil. <laughs> it's like you, you can either harness his energy for good or evil. Right. And Soderbergh knew how to harness it for good. Like that alluring, like devilish figure. You know, the guy who's like suave and. Yeah, you know, sophisticated, and he has like that evil intent behind his eyes. Like Soderbergh knew how to channel that, so put it on film.
0: <laughs> and like I, mean, Soderbergh, like I mean, he's a like a million times better director than Mark Waters. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or it is these guys who work, you know, in the 2000s period. And like honestly, although I, I I could see Matthew McConaughey doing like another romantic comedy with like with the Kate Hudson or Jennifer Garner now, because, like, like, now romantic comedy would be a little bit more, like, thoughtful. You know, yeah. like, Crazy Rich Asians, or, like, The Big Sick, or um, Set It Up. But, like, I think, like, now I think there isn't enough space between, like, the romantic comedy heyday and now that, like, a good romantic comedy would actually be, like, well-written and, like, well- executed. Yeah,
1: so, Like,
0: I, I could see so. him working with, like, I mean none of these women that he's well Sarah Jessica Parker is like pretty active still but like I mean Jennifer Lopez like you know she does movies here and there but um like Jennifer Garner and Kate Hudson both don't do movies as much but if they did I wouldn't mind seeing them working with Matt McConaughey again in like a romantic movie
1: Yeah, and of course I wouldn't put it past McConaughey to to to, you know do it again because like hey, I mean he did what five in a row right?
0: He did five within a span of eight years.
1: Yeah, and that's saying something. I mean he was drawn to doing these movies. Um, for uh, at the end of all this, Manish, do you know the reason why? (laughs) Like he did these five movies. Like is there like. Or or something you happened upon, you know, maybe researching it, or just a a, a hypothesis you have? Like, why did he do this?
0: I haven't come across... Well, I think, for one thing, like, he... It seems like a good career move when he did The Wedding Planner with Jennifer Lopez, right? Because, like, she's at the top of her career. I mean, her career's always at the top, but, like, um, as a movie star, you know, and... um, He's, like, you know, a young, kind of, like, sexy, like, movie star. And so it makes sense that he would do a romantic comedy because he hadn't done one before. And then, like, How Does the Guy in 10 Days? I, I mean, I think he does that because it's a, it's a good script and, like, Kate Hudson's great and, like, probably, like, a good paycheck and easy work, too. Um, and then once, like, once he got past that, I mean, I really don't know. I mean, I think... I think, like, with the first two, like, he does those as, like, the love interest, and then with, like, Failure to Launch and Fool's Gold in this one, like, he's definitely, like, the lead. Yeah. Um, so I think he probably is, like, and, like... these movies have all... The only one that did make money is Fool's Gold. But, I mean, even that, like, said turn to profit, I think. But, like, this movie, made, like, Ghost of Girlfriend's Past made... Um, made $100 How How's the Guy in 10 Days was a huge hit. So was um. The Wedding Planner. So I think that's just, like, it's a good way, I guess, for him to, like, capitalize on his, like, movie star good looks and his, like, kind of southern drawl. And, like, they make good money and, like, it's exposure. Like, like, these movies all have long shelf lives. Like, they've all been on TV so many times. So, I, I mean, I really don't know, like, artistically why he would do it. Like, I can think of it, like, in terms of his like career and his like and the paycheck, I can understand it, but like, I don't think he just like, fell in love with like romantic comedies I genre. Know. I like I really don't.
1: Yeah, it's that's a shame. I, I kind of would have hoped that he was like, oh, I'm a fan of these movies. Why not make five of them in a row? And
0: I, I mean, like, I don't think so. Like, I think there's no. some actors who are like that, like like a Joseph Gordon-Levitt or like Kumail Nanjiani who like genuinely love romantic comedies um but yeah i don't i don't see it from no. him. I really think it's more of a sort of like strategic career thing,
1: yeah, and i guess it's it's proof that um that maybe that's the case it's it's a career thing because he took that year off because he he re you know he he analyzed where it was going or maybe he yeah. his trajectory and he's like, okay i'm gonna do serious stuff now and maybe you know get my career
0: well, I think on he track re- i mean I think he realized that his like reputation as like this, like, surfer bro was, like, actually harming him, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Because um, he was, like, I remember, like, 2009, 2010, like, I saw that would see something like, tabloid photos of him, like, shirtless on a beach, and, like, we were, like he was such a joke, right? Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I think he, like, you know, I mean, I guess good for him, he, like, whipped himself into shape. And, you know, the Lincoln lawyer and, you know, Bernie and all that stuff. So, um... Yeah, I mean, I think I think he pulled it off in 2011. I think he can do it again. So maybe he's thinking. I mean, maybe that's why he worked with Harmony Korine, who at least has like, you know, film, like film credit credit credibility.
1: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I don't think he's there yet, where he's back on top. You know,
0: No. It, it, it
1: takes like a movie like um, like for me, it was Killer Joe that would kind of turn yeah like turn my head. I'm like, oh that's what Matthew McConaughey can do in right. his career now. Like that's, that's something to take notice of. So I don't think we're that at that point again, in his career where
0: I mean, I don't think so notice. either, but like, I mean, William Franken is definitely like, um, he's definitely like a harmony current type where it's like people take notice of what he's doing. And so I think it's like, you know, if the beach fun can be like the jumping off point, like killer Joe was, then he just needs, like, a Duck Nichols or a Linklater or a Soderbergh, and he's right back there. Even John Mark Vallee, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy that, like, no one in the Dallas Buyers Club worked with John Mark Vallee again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I guess now he's, like, Reese's guy.
1: But. Yeah, we, we can have an entirely different discussion on that guy because, yeah, like, uh, Dallas Buyers Club is, like, a, um, a weird movie in his filmography that I don't like, and everything else I do like about the guy. Except, yeah. big Lil, except Big Little, except Big Little Lies season two—that's another discussion too. But yeah. like Wild and the first season of Big Little Lies, like he does some great stuff like there. Young
0: Victoria, I like a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: Sharp Objects—I don't know if you ever watched that on HBO.
1: I have not. Sense. I need to see that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah. Um, but again, yeah. I, I think I think maybe because of the beach bum. I think the beach bum is a clear sign of him saying, "Oh yeah." Um, I, I think have an it's actor? time. I'm an actor again. Although, The Beach Bump came out the same year as Serenity. Have you seen that, Mish? <laughs> uh,
0: yes, I saw Serenity. Um,
1: Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> you know what's funny about Serenity, though? Like, I can't really fault him for taking it. And same with Anne Hathaway or anyone, or you know, Jaimon Hanzu or uh, is it Joel Edgerton or Jason Clark?
1: Oh, those two are always in the same. I think it's Jason. It's Jason Clark. Yeah. Jason Clark. Yeah. Jason. Yeah. I
0: can't fault them for taking it because I think on paper that movie. Like, I was telling. Um, I was talking to one of my guests. I think it was on the Wedding Planner episode where, like, I think on paper Serenity sounds great. And, like, I can see how, how that movie gets sold off the pitch. Because yeah. it sounds really cool. But then once you, like, once you put it to paper, I'm sure it sounds cool. And then once you actually film it, then I don't think you realize until then that it's. Not
1: a good idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: maybe it's maybe
1: Serenity is his uh ghost of girlfriend's past. Um, I mean I uh,
0: hope so.
1: <laughs> it's like it's like his moment where he's like, Oh, I've gone too far off the beaten path. Maybe yeah, I should yeah. maybe I should come back around and refocus up and you know uh maybe pick projects more suited to my uh, uh personality. And yeah, yeah, so there you go. Um can't wait for you to do an episode on Serenity, because I'm sure that's a romantic comedy in your eyes, right, Manish? Uh,
0: yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me, uh, Matthew Cogne, and a tuna fish. <laughs> a tuna fish.
1: <laughs> oh, it's, man. It's
0: basically how to catch a fish in 10 days.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh,
0: Marcelo, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, thank I you for inviting me. I'd a main feed episode. I think you've never been kissed, saved for you, if you want.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I threw that up because I honestly thought you had done that. Because it seems like oh an obvious choice. But no. Well it's it okay. could
0: come up as a lot of people's like second choice.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I I'll tell you this about it. Um I've only seen it once in a theater, back when it came out, but I remember it fondly. Uh never been kissed. Um, and now I'm worried <laughs> about watching it again. What, like, 20 years later, yeah. and 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 like not liking it at all. But I hate. I have fun memories, and you know, we'll we'll, we'll put a pin in that. You know, I'll, I'll come back around to it. Because as of, as of now, yeah, it, it seem would be. It seems to be like the one I choose. To
0: so that I say, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> that I say, just keep living, huh? Thank you.